Hey guys, uh, recording in a new spot today. Sorry if you hear some cars in the background. I don't know what to tell you. You're not paying for this. <laughs> On today's episode, a few observations about the vaccine. Normally, I have one or two grand narratives, right? These overarching takes with evidence and opinion underneath it. But today, just a lot of smaller observations about the vaccine generally. Let's go. Yes, hello one, hello all. Welcome to the Politics Mostly podcast. I am your host, Peter Ramirez. Um, I want to start things off with an audio clip today. This is courtesy of Fox News, 21st Century Fox, um, an interview between Chris Wallace and Dr. Fauci. Have a listen. To a recent poll, 49% of Republican men said they don't intend to get the vaccine. Doctor, how much of a difference will it make if President Trump, who was largely responsible for the success of Operation Warp Speed, how much of a difference will it make if President Trump leads a campaign for the people who are most devoted to him to actually go out and get the vaccine? Chris, I think it would make all the difference in the world. He's a very widely popular person among Republicans. If he came out and said, go and get vaccinated, it's really important for your health, the health of your family, and the health of the country. Uh, it, it seems absolutely inevitable that uh, the vast majority of people who are his close followers would listen to him. He's such a strongly popular person. I cannot imagine that if he comes out, that they would not get vaccinated. It would be very helpful to the effort for that to happen. Okay, so that was Dr. Fauci going on Fox News and pleading, begging President Trump to just do the right thing and promote the vaccine. You know, Trump really needs to convince Republicans to take the vaccine because as Chris Wallace pointed out, about half of Republican, about half of Trump voters and about 40% of Republicans generally are skeptical about taking the vaccine. Uh, Wallace played in that interview right before um, saying that, he played an inter uh, a public service announcement where every former president except President Trump, uh, including President Bush, appeared in a PSA to promote the vaccine. And what's even more striking than Dr. Fauci, you know, a regular, normal, mature adult, um, having to do that is, notice how he did it, right? He wasn't saying this is the right thing, this is the ethical thing. He's saying you're so popular with the Republican base. You know, he's playing into Trump's pride. <laughs> playing into Trump's pride, trying to get him to do the right thing. You know, dragging Trump across the finish line to try to do this. And, you know, by the way, Trump, um, Trump got the vaccine in January. He got the vaccine when he was still president. Um, he didn't have any pictures. He didn't announce it. It was only revealed after he left the White House that he got the vaccine um, prior to leaving. And Trump isn't a bit of a weird spot, though, right? Because his base is science skeptical, 
I mean, that's putting it mildly. But he's also releasing statements trying to claim recognition for the vaccine, right? He wants to be he wants to be credited for, you know, testing the vaccine, creating the vaccine, um, for the distribution of the vaccine. So it's kind of like, well, which one is it? You know, you're getting the vaccine, but won't announce it or show pictures of it or try to get people to take it, people that would listen to you. But you also want credit for it. So which one is it? <laughs> right? And here's a perfect story that really encapsulates everything. All these broader themes I'm talking about, right? This is breaking as I'm coming on the air today. According to Vanity Fair, Trump staffers, quote, shamelessly attempted to get COVID vaccines amid the initial rollout from Jared Kushner's office. Oh, Jared Kushner. Ex-official said the effort was like (laughs) first-class passengers on the Titanic rushing to the lifeboats. (laughs) And despite publicly flouting safeguards, one official said they wanted a vaccine to, quote, maintain their normal lifestyle. So, yeah, you know, all these Republican politicians will push these vaccine skeptical uh, positions, but they're all, you know, cutting the line behind the scenes. Uh, You know, vaccines for the, none for the, you know, for me, none for the. So, you know, I so, you know, there are a few things I want to talk about, too, with with the CDC. The CDC is partly to blame for this too, right? It's not just Trump. You know, they keep releasing guidelines about, you know, how little will change even if you're vaccinated, right? Some people probably see that and go, what difference does it make if I still can't do things, if I still have to wear a mask, if I still can't see people? What the CDC needs to say is, hey, look, when everyone is vaccinated, everything can go back to normal. Because right now, right now we have a supply problem with the vaccine. Not enough doses, right? That's why there's, you have to qualify to get a vaccine because there's not enough for everyone and we need to protect the people who are most likely to die if they get COVID. But soon, we're not going to have a supply problem. We're going to have a demand problem. We're going to have doses and we're going to have to convince vaccine skeptical people to take it. So the CDC really needs to change its messaging to not, here's what you can't do once you get the vaccine, but think of all the things you can do once you get the vaccine. So it's not just Trump, it's also the CDC messaging. And, you know, this probably doesn't help either, but one of the vaccines, AstraZeneca, was just pulled in Spain, France, Italy, Germany, a few other countries over concerns it could create blood clots. I actually looked into this quite a bit earlier today. So there are six cases of blood clots around a time, the time the vaccine was administered in Europe. Six cases, four deaths. Um, two, two in Norway, a woman in Denmark, and a guy in Italy. All in Europe. Um, there hasn't been a link yet to the vaccine. But, you know, something that caught my eye when I was reading this blood clots with a vaccine, I thought, what the hell is going on here? There isn't, uh, there is not right now a vaccine for any disease that has been shown to cause blood clots. Right? I mean, is blood clotting something you normally associate with vaccines? Generally, forget COVID, just general vaccines, flu vaccine, anything, right? You know, normally the, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest uh, thing you have to worry about with vaccines is, is pregnant women and allergic reactions. That's usually uh, the problem with vaccines, health, you know, side effect wise. So here's, so I looked into this and here's what you have to know about blood clots. 
And first of all, the AstraZeneca vaccine is not available in the United States, only in Europe. So if you sign up to get a vaccine here, stateside, uh, there's no shot of you, pardon the pun, uh, of getting the AstraZeneca vaccine anyway. So this doesn't even apply to you. So this is data from hematologist and professor of medicine, Dr. Stephen Mole at the University of North Carolina. So he said there are, um, there are about 1,000 to 2,000 blood clots in the U.S. population every day. The United States has 253 million adults. Right, okay. So, um, assuming that data, if, if every day 2.3 million people get vaccinated, that means about 1% of the adult population is getting vaccinated every day. So, you know, 1% of that 1 to 2,000 daily blood clots, that's 10 to 20 a day would occur in vaccinated patients just as part of the normal background rates, not causal or correlated with the vaccine. So that's important context here, right? Because we're vaccinating millions of people a day and because blood clots are so common, just from the raw numbers, some of these daily blood clots are going to happen around the same time as someone gets a shot. It's just because of how popular blood clotting is. So... And like I said, this is for a vaccine that's only available in Europe anyway. It hasn't been approved in the United States. So I guess those are some of my just basic vaccine thoughts. You know, one, Trump needs to take, convince Republicans to take the vaccine, right? I thought it was ridiculous that Fauci had to go on Fox News and, and plead, you know, make this plea to Trump based on his pride to just do the right thing and do what other presidents are doing. And especially when you consider half, the, half, the, half, half of his own voters are not getting the vaccine. Um. You know, the the transition soon between a supply problem and a demand problem for the vaccine. And, you know, to try to ease concerns about this blood clot story that seems to be making the rounds on the Internet right now. Um, so, yeah, those those are just some basic thoughts I have about the vaccine. OK, I have two very quick parting shots before I leave you guys today. Senator Tom Cotton, aptly named. <laughs> he, had a, he had a quote that was making Twitter go crazy today. He was talking about the Chamber of Commerce, which is a very powerful, usually Republican-leaning business lobby. Right? These are the guys that will kill like any union bill, any worker bill, right? Um, they have deep pockets. They're part of like the GOP establishment. And he said something that um, caught my eye. He said, quote, they, the Chamber of Commerce, often serve to as just a front service for woke corporations who are trying to peddle anti-American theories and demanding that their employees get re-educated and indoctrinated on anti-American ideas. Um, so Tom Cotton thinks, which is the most ridiculous thing ever, that the Chamber of Commerce is for woke Corporations, But this is kind of a larger theme in Republican politics, right, that corporations are not are no longer our friends. They're woke. And, you know, they'll point to things like, oh, there is, you know, a biracial couple in a marketing campaign or, you know, Nike is celebrating LGBTQ um, heritage month or like, 
you know, Petco is sending me a Black History Month email. And, you know, they they think that these corporations lobby for progressive causes. It's the most BS thing I've ever heard. And I've heard a lot of BS things. I lived through the Trump era. And this might be one of the most BS things I've ever seen. The Chamber of Commerce, okay, exists to lower corporate taxes. They exist to crush unions. They exist to outsource their work to cheaper labor markets. And, you know, they work behind the scenes for a more deregulatory framework legislatively. So this idea that, you know, corporations are woke is just the most BS thing I've ever seen. Corporations still disproportionately fund Republicans and their causes because Republicans will try to give large corporations tax breaks and to deregulate them and to make it easier for you know, their jobs to be shipped overseas. This is what the Chamber of Commerce cares about. They don't care about LGBT rights or Black History Month or any of that crap. They want to pay fewer taxes. They want to be able to crush unionizing efforts with among their workers. They want to pay, you know, some child labor in China, like $3 an hour to, to make shoes. This is why they exist. It's nothing else. Woke corporations, please get over yourself, Tom Cotton. The other thing that caught my eye, last parting shot before I get going here, you know, voting, they, they did a straw poll at CPAC, and it was, you know, most pressing issue of the day, and historically it's usually the economy or terrorism, you know, whatever, healthcare sometimes, and, you know, 60-something percent of the CPAC folks said voting integrity, because, you know, that's what happens when... Um, when you lose an election, you got to start focusing on the election itself and not why your causes are so unpopular with the American people. So, you know, Pennsylvania famously had two cases of voter fraud in the 2020 election, two cases. And this was a state decided by thousands of votes. And both people um, <laughs> voted for Trump twice using, you know, dead relatives to try to get a second ballot. So not only... Um, is voter fraud not prevalent? It's usually practiced by Republicans, at least this past year in, in Pennsylvania. And the reason it's not very popular, it should be self-evident, it's because it's like a seven-year sentence. It's a felony if you if you get caught with voter fraud. And most people, even if you're a diehard politico, are not going to you know risk seven years of your life to change the voting outcome by one vote. So I saw this... Um, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, well, he's a he's a doozy, that guy. You know, currently under investigation for corruption. He was actually, if you want to do some reading on Ken Paxton, he was he was the one who brought the Texas suit um, to try to get the election before the Supreme Court as like a last ditch effort to save Trump. And if you read the reporting behind it, he's actually was trying to angle Trump for a pardon. <laughs> from all this corruption. He's doing pay-for-play stuff in Texas, allegedly. And he was trying to do some like pro-Trumpy stuff at the last minute to try to get those Trump pardons the last day in, in office before he left, and he didn't get them. But so Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson's office spent 22,000 hours, taxpayer-funded, looking for voter fraud and uncovered just 16 cases of false addresses on registration forms, according to the Houston Chronicle. And there are nearly 17 million voters registered in Texas. So the attorney general is so convinced. And by the way, Trump won Texas by like five or six points. So these Republicans are trying so hard to prove that the election's fraud, that there's no election integrity, that we don't have secure elections because their side lost, 
<laughs> that the Attorney General billed the taxpayer for 22,000 hours of labor and found 16 cases. And by the way, those 16 cases aren't fraudulent per se. It could just be people, you know, voting once from a different address, right? You know, I know someone anecdotally who moved in town and uh, didn't even bother to, you know, to update their voter registration or their driver's license because they're in the same district. It doesn't matter. I mean, well, it does matter, you know, if you move, change your address, but it's 22,000 hours and they found 16 cases. And of those 16, it'd be interesting to see like how many of them are just people who didn't update their addresses when they moved versus, you know, illegal immigrants voting or whatever they're trying to push. So that's it. Those are some of my thoughts on the vaccine. Don't worry about the blood clotting. President Trump, I was a little disheartened to see Fauci having to come on Fox News, try to get you to do the right thing. I, I'm hoping President Trump comes out and does the right thing, try to get these people vaccinated. I think the idea of woke corporations are crazy. If anything, it's the opposite. They'll push these socially liberal messages and fundraise off it. You know, the the Colin Kaepernick drive, and then they, they take all the money they get from these liberals buying their products, and then they funnel them into pro-business GOP uh, campaigns up and down the ballot. And um, the voter fraud latest is there's still nothing there. I'm sorry. Listen, I'll change my mind when the evidence changes, but <laughs> there's just not evidence of voter fraud, at least on a scale needed to change the election. So that's it for me. Uh, thank you, guys. Sorry I was off yesterday. I had to take care of a few things. And I will see you guys tomorrow, hopefully. 